Okay. We start? Yeah. <laughs> I suddenly got very anxious. I know, right? It's like, it has such a whole thing to it. Okay. All right. We'll just do it. Uh, we don't have music. We don't have music. We don't have like, sponsors. <laughs> what do we... <laughs> Sports, 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 sports. It's me. (laughs) It's me and sports. Hello, sports. It's me, Robin and Sarah. Thank you for tuning in to the inaugural launch of this podcast that may or may not be a thing. We're going to find out. Yeah. pretty soon We're if it is going to be time. a thing. So first of all, um, this podcast is not going to be safe for work. There, nope. we, we cannot help ourselves when it comes to swearing, uh, especially when it comes to football. So just know that in advance. Robin and I met each other in art school. So me having grown up in Wisconsin, which the next closest thing to our religion is the Green Bay Packers, was somewhat of a difficult hobby, I guess is what you would maybe refer to it as, to have. Uh, being Generally, being a fan of football in an art school is not a thing that I could relate to too many people with. But over the years, um, oh my God, how long have we known each other now? We have been friends for 12 years. Oh, yep. I know. God. Over a decade. Holy Cheers shit. to that. Cheers. Holy shit. So, we have not only been friends, we have also been roommates. And yet here yes. we are. Here we are. Still close. <laughs> now we're making a football podcast. Or yeah. a sports podcast. We don't know. We're leaving it as Hello Sports because we don't know where it's going to go. We didn't want to narrow it down to football. But we are starting with football because the Super Bowl is coming up. The Superb Owl is uh, upon arrival. And we wanted to give everyone a chance to, I guess, know a little bit more about what it is that you'd be watching if you're interested in learning about football. Um, As I mentioned, I'm a huge Packers fan, grew up in Wisconsin. But I think the other important thing to know is that I don't listen to like every radio show out there. I, that's, my boyfriend does that. Um, Huge shout out to Moving the Chains, apparently, and a couple of things I've heard, they are an amazing podcast. So if you are wanting to do a super deep dive, that's one that I highly recommend. Those guys are, they really know their shit. But what we're going to do here is just have like a super intro, very basics of what football is, how the game is played, what the, uh, today we're going to be talking about what the positions are, what the penalties are. Uh, but we're also going to get into things that you need to know right now. The playoffs are currently going on. The first game of this weekend is going to be happening in the next hour in this time, which is the past. So it'll be interesting to, um, have this come out after the play. Why did we do it today? Oh, I don't know. Well, so for also for reference, hello, I'm Robin. Um, and I'm here as this part of the podcast as the non-sports friend, um, I am from the grand old state of Georgia, and as I'm sure most people know, college football down here is also like religion. Um, I was not super into football growing up for various reasons, no real good ones. Um, 
And so it just throughout the years, it was really hard for me to get into it. But then obviously when I met Sarah in college, she would want to go, you know, watch a game somewhere and I would tag along um, just because I like to spend time with my friends. And so I thought this would be a really great way, not only for me to get to learn about football, but to spend more time with my friend and to find like-minded individuals that we can share and branch out our hobbies with, because I think that's important. Um, and then like Sarah said, we're leaving this pretty open-ended. So maybe down the road, I might teach Sarah about a sport, um, that I do. It's really just fishing, but you know, (laughs) in, in, in Jolf and Jolf. I do love the Jolf. I love the Jolf. I'm a terrible Jolfer though. Um, it's all about the short game. So that's where it's really fun. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. One of the first times that Robin came to watch a game with me, um, I believe I really, I was a real big gambler back in my dating days because I scheduled a date after a first the date. Green Bay Packers, a first date, a first date of someone I met on OkCupid okay uh, to be immediately after a Packers playoffs game. To which we lost. Wasn't it the Saints? I think so. All I remember is with my very limited football knowledge, as we've already established, um, I remember knowing that it was like a no-no team. It was a team that Sarah did not like. And myself and our friend Nick decided to join Sarah to watch the game with her beforehand. And then also just watch me and my reactions to the game. And be defense. You know, when this this poor man <laughs> showed up to the bar after the game, and I don't remember the game going well. I don't think the Packers won, oh. did they? No, I feel we like did it not. went very poorly. It went very bad. So yeah. I drank myself full of Miller Lights um, to drown my sorrows. And about thirty minutes after the game had ended, is when I had my first date with mm-hmm. this poor, poor soul. Of me in just the throes of defeat. Um, so for time. future, yeah, for future reference, don't do that. Not that this is a dating advice podcast. Right. But, you know, just we'll give some snippets here and there. We'll drop <laughs> some life advice along the way <laughs> of things so we've good. tried. <laughs> We're very good at, you know, figuring out what not to do. Let's go ahead. The basics of how football is played. The first thing to know is the timing of football. Sometimes other sports work in different ways. There's a very specifically set time limit of how the game can happen. Uh, There are four quarters and each one is college and pro is 15 minutes. 12 minutes. High school is 12 minutes. Why? I don't know. Okay, so a quarter is 15 minutes long for college Mm -hmm. and pro. Yes. And there's four quarters in a game. Yeah. So the other thing being that in pro, in the NFL, the National Football League is what that stands for, is that you have uh, halftime. And before the second quarter ends, there is something called a two-minute warning. And that is an automatic timeout. You just get it no matter what. Play stops. Everybody pauses. And you get a timeout before two minutes at the end of 
the second quarter and at the end of the fourth quarter. So oh, wow. okay. no penalties against anyone. But sometimes this can make for some very dramatic football where they're trying to get something in before the two minute warning, because it's like literally everyone just has to drop their shit and walk away. And, and have stop. Fun. Yeah, that yeah. makes so much sense now. Having watched football games now, okay, because I mean the drama, you know, that's part of the fun of it for me. Oh, we're going to get into the drama. drama. We are going to get into the drama because here's the other thing that I realized (laughs) (laughs) is that's also a lot of fun to talk about. We're going to call these Sarah's pit stops, I think. Sarah's brain pit stops is that a lot of shows on like the NFL network, ESPN, so forth and so on, either over talk about the drama or they under talk about the drama, Hmm. which in turn can actually be really, really important issues. And we are going to eventually do a deep dive into what I think as a female football fan is one of the most important issues that a lot of other podcasts and TV shows and reporting and everything refuses to talk about, which is, Unfortunately, the extreme amounts of abuse against women by male NFL players and the lack of repercussions that they face. I want to get that out there first and foremost. Well, in pro sports in general, right? Like there, there are, that's not the only issue. Like, obviously we're not coming out and being like, oh, all footballers are wife beaters. Um, But we, there are multiple issues, as you said, that plague, I would say pro sports broadly, like broad scope period. But of course, football, you know, um, football being one of them. So yeah, I think that would be a great idea to get into and talk about and you know why why do you feel is it do you feel that a lot of folks don't get into that maybe because they're afraid of alienating listeners so i think that a lot of folks don't get into it because there's this unspoken thing in the nfl and i don't know if this is a kind of like a subset of the patriarchy where i'm using the word damn it shut up (laughs) Yeah, I can hear people being like, oh, no, I'm using the word. We are yeah. feminists. So, you know, Huge, if that bothers feminists, just go ahead. It's totally okay. Out. Won't hurt our feelings. It's fine. We have it's nothing fine. to lose here. Really nothing to lose. We're both <laughs> 33, 32, 33 years old, and um, we've stopped giving a fuck. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to spend time with my best friend, you know, know. and I want to listen I'm, to her interests. So, that's exactly. that's about it. I'm not really worried about feelings. So in in that regard, a lot of these, a lot of other media when it comes to football takes the player and their personal life outside of the game, which to me is incredibly frustrating. You will hear high praise for a player. Meanwhile, they have a sexual assault case going on Mm. simultaneously, Mm -hmm. and they really like to separate those two. I don't know if it's because of viewership and ratings and maybe just keeping everything really PC and trying to make everybody happy and complacent. 
and not get into, but we are absolutely going to get into it. So the question that I get a lot is like, as a feminist, how do you watch football? And we're going to, I will go through an entire episode on that. And my constant, as my boyfriend has witnessed, my constant anger and frustration to almost where I have destroyed our television at the NFL and some of the commentating and reporting of ignoring the conduct of some players. That needs to change. That is a huge cultural thing that needs to change. It does not stop me from loving the game itself. So those two things are constantly at war within me as a, as a NFL fan. You know, another part of why you and I kind of wanted to try this out is because we've met a lot of women that wanted to get into sports and just had a hard time getting into it. Um, you know, getting into any kind of interest can be difficult. Um, and we've both had our own sort of, you know, not great experiences, um, with folks either like gatekeeping or just being, you know, general turds about things. Um, but like you said, I think that's such a great area for us to explore and kind of delve into because this should be a space for everybody, right? Like absolutely, anyone who's a sports fan should get to watch their sport. I firmly believe that. I think the other thing to preface is that by no means, and I think I kind of talked about this earlier, by no means am I an expert. I think that's something that a lot of women think when they have, when they start watching football is that they feel really intimidated because the guys around them you feel like they know everything. I do not know everything. I still have questions. I, I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know but nothing. I, think, I feel like it's like a, a lot of women think unless you have all the answers, you cannot participate. So I do. So that's been I, me. Like yeah. that's been my experience, you know. And I've told you that before, obviously. Um, but like, absolutely, because sometimes people can be gatekeepy. About the things we, they love, we, they love, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. I'm not trying to be polarizing. It's just the fact of the matter. Like, you know, I love Star Wars almost more than I love day-to-day life, but I have had so many people approach me and be very gatekeepy about it Mm -hmm. and tell me, you know, I don't really love Star Wars unless I know every minuscule, like, background fact about each of the individual characters. That's that kind of stuff, right? We're not Mm -hmm. talking about everyone here. It's a very niche target. Um, But yeah, that was absolutely my experience growing up. It was hard for me to remember all the rules. It was hard for me to keep up with stuff. And it it was very much the impression I got that like, if you don't know everything, then you don't need to be participating. Mm -hmm. And I think most sports are like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because you have entire networks dedicated to 24-7 coverage of them. And you have guys that have that time to be able to do that and watch and listen. And so it's like it feels like unless you're doing that, then you don't have the right to participate in it. So I want to throw that idea out the window right now because that's not true (laughs) at all. That is not true at all. All right. So we have the timing of the foot of the game of the football right, game. four quarters, yeah. minutes. So the other thing to recognize is that even though that's the timing of the game, the game takes long. If you were to play it straight through, it would be an hour. But usually from the start time of the game to the end time of the game, it's about two, two and a half hours. Oh, yeah. The amount of live games I've been at. And I'm like, why is this still going on? I Like, you know, if it was like 
theater or something, we would have already been done. Um, absolutely bewildered because I thought that there was like set times for everything. Not true. Yeah. No, not even close. Not even close. So <laughs> it's like with soccer, you could maybe go, okay, yeah, we're going to end in about an hour and a half. Um, football, not as severe as baseball, where it could go on forever, forever. There are still set times, but the in-betweens of it is what takes the most time. Football, the best way that I can describe it is most like a game of chess. You have multiple things that are happening, multiple players on the field that each time before you make a move, you have to recalculate. That's what I love about the game. That's what I find oh, the I most fascinating that. about the game. Like anyone that ever says um, with every decision, there could be another parallel universe. Football has created tens upon trillions of them by the tiny minute decisions that have been made one second at a time. It is wild I how much that. a single decision can change an entire game. So what is super cool perspective too? Like it's, it's never been framed to me that way before. So that's awesome. I think that's my favorite thing about it. And you get this chance after each play, there's usually about like a 20 to 30 second break to do that recalculation and say what you're going to do. And it's this anticipation of like, Ooh, what, are, what are they going to make? And that's usually what the commentators are talking about. So if you're hearing them talk about uh, like a run pass option, are they going to go with that? Or are they just going to run the ball? Like those are the things they're talking about. Like everyone's just in the anticipation of what's going to happen next. And then how is that going to change the entire trajectory of the game? Is that right. wild? Like that can happen yeah. within 10 seconds. I think that that's so Fucking cool. How stressful too <laughs> at the same time. Like it's super, I super never cool. Want to coach. But it's so stressful. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like coaching. Because oh, then you really no. do gotta be the expert, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. We'll we'll get into a whole conversation about what coaching life is like in football, because it's probably one of the most stressful things I could ever possibly imagine. Um yeah. So that's the timing. Of football. Now let's talk about the overall goal of the game. I think is, we're just going to say it. I think everyone kind of knows. It's just basically get the ball down the field to the other side and score a touchdown. A touchdown is six points. A field goal is where they kick the ball through the, what are called the uprights? That, yeah. The bars. Uh-huh. That's one point. Why did I think it was seven? Okay, yeah, because a lot of the times it's pretty much a given that field goal is basically a given, especially in the NFL. So generally you think that like, okay, yeah, touchdown, you're basically getting seven points. 95% of the time, that's what happens. When it doesn't is magical. If someone misses that one point, there have been so many intense games I have seen where the, at the end of the game, they go, if they just would have made that field goal, if they just would have made that one point right. uh, that they would have won or something like that. Like it is crazy when it is not made because no one's expecting it unless the weather is absolutely atrocious. That is pretty much a given. Right. Well, because I mean, these are professional athletes like, oh, yeah incredible performers can absolutely make a field goal, you know, like up top, let's establish that. (laughs) 
So when they don't, yeah, it is shocking. It's absolutely shocking because, you know, these are the best of the best. I mean, even in college, incredible performers, you know, incredible players. So one of the things that they do is try to what is called icing the kicker. And if the field goal is usually happening like at the end of the game and maybe that's like the one point that they need to win. If the other team, the opposing team that's trying to get them to not make this kick, they will do something called icing the kicker, which is the coach of the other team will call timeout right before he kicks the ball. Like almost Charlie Brown esque. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Like Lucy yeah. throwing the ball. That's yeah. so, I can't. Okay, so as a non football person, I know I, I'm going to prevent too many like tangents here. But question on icing the kicker like, why is that allowed? Mm. If, if it's so blatantly obvious, why is it allowed? I don't know. Actually, it's it's. I've never even thought of it that way of being allowed. Maybe it's just me being a jerk. And it's <laughs> it's a, it's Robin going. Why doesn't everybody just play right. nice? Why if doesn't everybody just get like, along? You're done. You're done. That's it. That's enough. All oh right. Now you're just being ridiculous, Coach. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when um, it's it, it it's basically it's not that they're allowed to. It's a strategy. So you're given okay. three timeouts. That's the other important thing. You're given three timeouts per half for each team. If you have 30 seconds left of the game and the only chance, not even 30 seconds, like 10 seconds, and the only thing left that the other team has to do is just kick the field goal to win, you're going to try and psych them out. Like, cause you've got yeah, okay. whatever number of timeouts and you can use them at any time, no one's stopping you from using them. So why not up your chances of psyching the kicker out in advance? That's fair. Still not my favorite approach. No. As Sarah said, Robin is very much a fair player. (laughs) Robin's a sensitive little lady. And so she likes everybody to have a good time. (laughs) Why can't everybody? No, I mean, having it framed that way. Yeah. to, To think of it strategically. Um, Mm -hmm. and to think of, I, at least for, again, someone who's not a football person, um, it wasn't ever really explained. Like here's, here's these areas of the game. Like you get X many timeouts, but you can use those strategically. Exactly. A lot of the times there's very, if any, if anything you're thinking about and you have a question of why they do that, it was a strategic decision somewhere in the game, somewhere in, in the time of play, a decision was made strategically. Like I said, game of right. chess. Every decision you make counts. Because ultimately, you just want to have scored more points at the end of each quarter than the opponent, right? Like that's yeah. that's in my understanding the main goal here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you want to score more points than the other team, which is also one of my favorite things that announcers will occasionally say. Uh, and we got to do a whole segment on stupid things announcers said this week. Um, but by far, one of my favorites is, oh, you, you know, you really just got to get down the field and score more points if you want to win. It said every oh, that sounds week. like me. It said every week, you guys, by like professional athlete 
commentators and I can't every time it happens because it's just honestly no joke that I've heard that phrase so many times that for the longest time in my life honestly I think it was until I started watching football with you occasionally was like I thought part of the everyone's gonna think I'm so stupid I'm not stupid I have a master's degree first of all (laughs) I thought part of the point of the game was to get the dang ball to move down the field and then you moved back the other way down the field like I thought that was part of the point and it wasn't until I think one day I was watching with you that you were like no that's not that's not necessarily how it works but I mean they always say that like I've, I've heard that so many times and it is it's kind so of, obvious um, confusing yeah but at the same time right for someone who doesn't know squat about about this game so yeah it's like you're kind of looking at it going why would they say something if it's so obvious they just do they just they run right. out of stuff to say and talk and that's just what they say and it's like we the call game them is out not for meant it to be week. a zigzag ballet as I thought it was you know I mean kind of kind of in a way it is but and by getting the ball down the field you're going to score uh, you're going to score a touchdown which is right. the six point touchdown right. arms in the air and so then is it that after you get a touchdown you get to kick a field goal. Exactly. That is the only way that that can happen. No matter what, even if the clock runs out or anything. Yep. Every time you score a touchdown, you then get an option to either kick a field goal, which is done, like I said, 95% of the time. The other 5% of the time is also you have this bizarre option to what make what is called a two point conversion. So rather than kicking the ball, the whole team gets back out on the field or stays on the field. Basically, they just stay on the field and you can throw someone the ball or run the ball into the just getting it into the end zone, which is the touchdown area. Right. And get two points instead of one. This move is done in desperation where they are behind and need to pick up some points. And they They are need more than just that one point. Exactly. They're looking at it going like, this is a risk, but we have to take it. Nine times out of 10, someone is doing a two point conversion to get that extra point because they have to. Oh, there's few things I love more than an underdog. Sarah knows this. I I love an underdog. Absolutely. We'll always root for them. Always, 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 always. I love it. We're going to get into that in a little bit when we talk about like the playoff structure as it is as of right now. At four o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, January 22nd. So, yeah, (laughs) this is all going to change by the end of this weekend. But at least we'll kind of have an idea of where they've at least you'll have an idea of where they've been and how they got here, which is a lot of fun. Um, So, yeah, yeah, we'll get into that, too. There is also the um, what I (laughs) it's so weird. I was going to call it the system of a down, which is basically the system of a down. Can we call it that? It's, we're going to call it that for now. Uh, I'm oh absolutely unashamed about my love for System of a Down. Oh, yeah. No. Just if you happen to be listening. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, you can definitely give us a call to come in and um, give us a call. We love you. Uh, We've been please. solidly supporting you all these years. through everything. Since we were like 12. <laughs> right. So the Down System... Or the system, it's it's technically called the down system, but we cannot help but call it the system of a down. Uh, is where at any time, 
say we're starting the game and you put the ball, the quarterback gets the ball. They have to get it from the point at which the football was placed. You have to get it 10 yards to have another chance to continue the ball down the field. Okay. You have four chances to get the ball to go 10 yards. If you succeed in any of those four chances, getting the ball 10 yards, it starts again. And you get to try four more times for another 10 yards. And so that's what they're saying when they say first down, second down. Exactly. So first down is your first try. Second down is your second try. Third down is your third try. Fourth down would be your last and final try. And here's usually the scenario that happens on a fourth down. The other that team usually kicks the ball to get rid of it, put it as far downfield to make it harder for the other team when they're coming back towards them the opposite way. That's usually what happens. Because if they were to fail in, instead of giving it away to the other team, if they go for and try to say, no, we can make this to the next first down and start over again. If they fail at that, the ball just gets turned over to the other team at that point of the field. So this is why they'll usually kick it to go, you know what, we've only got one more chance. We're probably not going to make these another five yards to get the, another round of downs, basically, another set of chances. Our odds are low to make that happen. So let's just kick the ball to them, but try to get it as far away down the field as we possibly can. Again, I see. someone might, what is called like going for it. You'll hear this phrase a lot, which is going for it on fourth down. And this is when the tense, like your butthole just goes like (laughs) super clenched. Everything clenches. All the clench. And that's usually because it's like, oh my God, if they don't get this, the other team just gets the ball at an amazing, usually, usually in a really good position spot in the field. Way better than if it were to be kicked to them. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. I love how like all these blocks are falling into place for me mentally now. Exactly. Isn't that fun? Like, Where it's oh. all of these like, oh, that's why they did that kind of thing. That's yeah. why my yeah, mom yeah, was yeah. always so stressed out if it was mm-hmm. like the third down and things weren't going great, you know. Yeah. Plot twist, there are Georgia fans. Um yeah. but if things weren't going great for Georgia, I always knew like, you know, don't ask don't ask to go somewhere in like third the third down. You know, it's not gonna be good, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like third down is usually considered your last chance. That's majority right. of the time, that's a smart, safe decision to make where third down is pretty much your last chance. This is why, like in the stadium, you'll hear the uh, the announcer, cop person, PA announcer go like, it's third down. Everyone like loses Oof. their shit. Um, because that's like usually considered the last chance. Where fourth the down, are it's usually like, Let's just kick it, whatever. But if they, what they'll say is like, are they staying on the field for fourth down? It'll be like, are they staying on the field? Oh my God, they're staying on the field. That's even more butt clenchy. Like, holy shit. This is high stakes. You're really rolling the dice on this. Because obviously you've had three previous tries to try to make this happen. Why the fuck would you think it would happen on the fourth one? You never know. You really better have something cool up your sleeve to make that happen. Right. I love how I'm like, you just never know. You never, you never know. know. It could always turn out. What you'll see to um, 
Mark those downs when you're watching it on television. The yellow line is where they have to get it to. Okay, that's gotcha. the line of the next first down. So that is their objective for that time period is to get it to that yellow line. Um, this is part of the the other podcast they call it "Moving the Chains" because once you get it there, the guys that stand on the sidelines with those like orange and black striped posts on the side. They move those down the field and they're connected. It's 10 yards connected by chains and they'll call it, let's move the chains once you get the first down. I was wondering where that name came from when you said it. I was like, I don't know what that is, but that sounds really cool. No, because it sounds really creepy when you first hear it and you're just like, oh, what are we doing? Oh, I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I liked it. I was like, oh, it sounds like some skeletons like chained to the field (laughs) and like rattling his scary little chains, you know, as the game wears on. I love that. So that is so much more sense. Okay. So yeah, if you can think about it in like a weird way, it's like once they get the first down, the skeleton comes out of like the field and goes, (laughs) we're moving the chain. Like they scoot him down the field. And he like jangles his little bones. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is great. This is already a great podcast. This is already the best podcast ever. (laughs) (laughs) So from here, I'll, I'm not going to go, probably not going to go into positions today um, i feel like we could handle that another day because honestly yeah. if we start going into positions right now i'm Ugh. likely not gonna retain it i'm i'm a teacher and i know how much people's brains can actually absorb before just deflating and this is definitely Absolutely. one of those things yeah yeah so we'll do no worries we're gonna do positions on another day um but kind of things to know in terms of like terminology you have 11 players on each team on each side. Like, so when they're lining up, you are allowed 11 players on the field. Um, this is also fun, fun facts. When um, there's a penalty called 12 men on the field, which means there's an extra guy out there. They didn't count right. This is also um, for the NFL the uh, Seahawks, my boyfriend's favorite team, he has a jersey that's the number 12. And the back of it where the name is is just man. It was just called the 12th man. So basically, in a way, they're calling their fans the 12th man because they're so loud that they actually disrupt the visiting team's plays. Oh, I love so, that. I know. Isn't that great? Isn't that really fun? I also love that I've been friends with him for as long as I have and have yet to have understood that jersey. Like, I have seen this jersey and just always been like, what does this mean? Like, I just never understood. And I was like, it must be like an inside joke that I don't get. But I love that. So it's, again, that's strategy, right? Just exactly. This is why home field advantage is so important because... If you, you have a really loud, raucous fans and the visiting team's quarterback is trying to call out to their players what to do before he throws the ball or before he runs the ball, then it's like if they can't hear him or maybe they don't even hear the ball being snapped or given to the quarterback, they're in mm. trouble. So Seattle is one of the loudest stadiums. Kansas City is one of the loudest. Those two stadiums, Kansas City and Seattle, Kansas are the two. City. 
Yeah, yeah. Those people get insane. It's I would been not recorded have as that. one of the highest decibel levels of any stadiums in the country. Wow. Yeah. So right? is it ever considered that again, Robin just wants everybody to have a good time. That sounds so stressful to have somebody be like to have the fans be that loud and then you gotta try and be heard. I mean I auditioned to be drum major in high school. And part of the issue was that like, I cannot project my voice. I like, I'm just not loud. And I just can't imagine it being, uh, I mean, again, this is why they're the pros, right? And not me, but I just can't imagine. That sounds so difficult. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like they had a drama teacher teach them how to project from their diaphragm. Like, yeah. Because you have to know. Or somebody from the military, like my husband is military. He can project like nobody's, but if that man needs to be heard, he can be heard because there's like normal voice and then there's army voice and army voice is terrifying. But I'm always like, who taught you to do that? Who taught you to do that? (laughs) I have no idea. How do you get that? That's just like a skill as a quarterback that you have to know that you absolutely have to have because that is such a critical factor, especially if you go to, if you're the visiting team at Seattle or at Kansas city, just crazy, just absolutely crazy. So yeah. So you have, um, the two sides, you have the offense, which has the ball. Mm -hmm. Um, they are the ones with the quarterback trying to get the ball to make a touchdown. That's considered the offense. Then you have the defense, which is defending this is why you will see signs in the stage that have like a letter D and then a fence. They're saying defense. Right. Because they're trying to keep yeah. the offense from scoring. Right. That's exactly. their single goal. Okay. Both are extremely critical in a game. I think one of the first things when I first started watching football, I was like, oh, it's all about the quarterback and the offense. And it's like, no, no, no. A defense can save a game just as much as the offense can. So you might have a really strong defense and still make it really far into like the final stages, like we're now of the playoffs, um, relying on your defense. That's Mm. rare, but it's entirely possible. Well, and how many times I say, how many times I've heard that a lot. Um, again, as someone who is the less familiar, um, that like, They'll say, oh, but such and such has been playing so well this year. And then you hear, oh, but, you know, whomever has such a good defense. Like, have you seen their defense? So that makes all the more sense now. Um, You know, having heard that, that because, yeah, that makes total sense why a defense could make or break a game. I mean, Mm -hmm. the best things that a defense can do is sack the quarterback, which is tackling or taking down the quarterback. And that's um, when they just like knock the ass out, right? Yeah. It's like the quarterback still has down. the football in their hands. They still mm-hmm. like have the football in their hands. And one of the defensive players comes up and just takes him down. Like big bear takes hug to the ground. Oof. Uh, yeah. Oof. I know. It's like, you see some of these guys coming at you. I would literally shit my pants. Like I would no, just. they're huge. They're massive human beings, y'all. Like, if you ever get a chance, just look at, like, pictures of them compared to normal people. Uh, Because they're all giants. So them standing next to each other, you think it's like, oh, yeah, they're, like, normal-sized person. No, 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 no. These people are massive. They all look normal together, right? It's like models. Models all look normal together until you get a normal person next to them, like me, who's (laughs) built like a Burger King chicken fry. And then you realize, like... 
these are Amazons. I think what one thing that we should do, Robin, is Photoshop you in scale relation <laughs> to the football players. <laughs> I'm going to look like Gimli. Straight up, like Gimli, just like, I'm best at short distances. Because that's so true. Like, these men are massive. I mean, I would I would not want to get sacked by anybody, to be frank. Um, and I know the amount of times I've been watching football and seen somebody get sacked and thought, oh my God, is he okay? Like, yeah, why isn't, yeah. like, why isn't anyone checking on this man? There's been multiple times. Then they, just, then they just get up. Like, they're made of <laughs> fucking rubber. And, like, there have been multiple times, Robert, like, that Dave and I have looked at the television and gone, oh, my God, he's dead. Like, not yes. in a serious way. But, like, oh, my God, he's, like, he's, he's, he's dead. He died. You see he's, that man His soul has left his body. Like, holy right. shit. And holy then they just shit. stand up, like, no big like, deal. And okay. just walk away. Walk it off. Walk it off. Like insane. It's impressive. Insane. So the other thing that the um that the defense can do is um recover the ball in a fumble, um, which is where they punch the ball out of the offense's hands and it drops to the ground, meaning at that point it's basically a rugby game. You can just anybody free to pick up the ball. Anybody's free to pick that ball up. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought a fumble was like, oh my gosh, I feel so dumb right now. No, I thought a fumble was when you're like, you go to catch it or like you're holding it, and then all of a sudden you're like butterfingers and you drop it. I didn't realize that a part of, and a very integral part of that was that the other team is attempting to knock it out of your hand. Yes. So somebody needs to have control of the ball for a fumble to occur. Like there has to be what is called a quote unquote football move, which I will have a whole nother segment on because if you ask anybody, I'm saying, I'm telling you, like if you go to a Super Bowl party, just look around the room at a bunch of, of, of other football fans um, and ask what is a football move? And you will get first a bunch of eye rolls, but in a way of like, not at you, but at the NFL in general okay. because they Maybe have yet to tell me. us. Yeah. They do <laughs> so not get my know. feelings hurt. No, no, no. Yeah. So don't take the eye rolls as offense towards yourself. Like we are all internally going, we don't fucking know because the NFL won't goddamn tell us. It is the most vague rule on the and planet. And it's just called a football move. That sounds like I made it up. I know. <laughs> Honestly, that's like, that's like I made it up myself. And I was like, it's just a Robin, football what is move. this called? Mm-hmm. It's football move, uh, man. Get with it. <laughs> Get your head in the game. We're doing football moves. Oh my God, it's great. <laughs> and another arching thing that happens through a lot of the games is that whatever a play and they, they don't know, and it goes to the officials for review, it takes forever. It takes four fucking ever. This is the other thing that we've been struggling with. I NFL have fans. noticed that. Oh my god. It takes god, them a very Robin. long time to review things. When we And even all now just when we have so much it. technology. Right. Well when and we all got, just saw it on the television. They show us from like ten different angles. A stadium full of people witnessing it, people at home witnessing it. You're seeing it from all these different angles. And then even now we have these like high speed cameras. Because that is one thing I've noticed is, you know, they'll go to the high speed and they break it down and you can see like exactly where someone's toe is on or off the line or whatever. It takes them 10 minutes. But 
even then, ten I'm minutes like, to commercial break. So long. We have no idea. Call. We don't know if it's because of the commercials and they're making mm. more money off of this time. It says dang little M and M's. We don't know if it's because there's too many cooks in the kitchen and everyone has to have a say in it. Like we have no fucking idea, but everyone is over it to the point where it's reached the NFL to reconsider how these are done because they feel like they're really? losing viewers because it's so so slow. It slows the game down and people lose no interest. Kidding. Yeah, so they are really, there are background talks of the NFL saying, how do we fix this problem and keep the viewership? Because that's their biggest thing right now is like, they want to keep viewers, they want more fans. And how do we keep the game going to ensure that we don't lose viewership? Isn't that wild? That's that's how big of a problem it's become. That's absolutely wild. I had no idea that it was that pervasive that, you know, so many folks have found it. I don't know, inhibiting for them to watch the game. Insufferable. Insufferable is probably the best word. Yeah, I mean, hey, fair. Honestly, fair. Yeah. Also, the other thing that the defense can do is intercept the ball. So if the quarterback throws it, it's in the air, and the the defense, someone from the defense catches it instead of the offense or the intended receiver is usually what they're referred to as. They can take the ball, and all of a sudden it's theirs. That is one of the coolest things. Everyone loses their shit because it's like, oh, quarterback fucked up and we got the ball. Yeah. That was like, the that's... one single thing that I understood about football. Yeah. Because that's a pretty direct thing to witness. It's like, pretty that's obvious. Pretty <laughs> obvious, exciting thing where the other team catches the ball instead of the right team, I guess. So right, absolutely. that's pretty amazing. On top of that, the next level to that is something called a pick six where they intercept the ball and they run it in for a touchdown. The defense does that. And so it's called a pick six because you've picked the ball off from the quarterback, from the other team's quarterback, and run it into the end zone for six points. So pick six. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Okay. And yeah. Run that by me again. So the defense intercepts it. Mm Mm-hmm. And instead of like getting tackled by the other team or just going down, they take it and they have an open air line to – their end zone and the defense scores the touchdown. Honey, do you know how many, like in my mind, all these memories are flashing back before my eyes and I'm suddenly realizing it's like all the pieces are falling together. I'm realizing why it was such a big deal, you know, of like games I've watched in the past where I was like, Oh, no wonder my whole family was up in arms. Yeah. It's entirely unexpected. That's not the defense's job to score touchdowns. That's not their job to, put points on the board their job is to prevent points on the board but if they get points on the board that's huge that's that's a massive thing because then what also happens is that so they score the touchdown they get the pick six come out kick the field goal the offense has to start all over again it doesn't go back to the other team so oh, it's like how we frustrating just had oh so goodness. much effort and were just picked off that quarterback was just picked off by the other team and they have to get right back out there and do it all over again they are tired I couldn't do that they're frustrated and they just have to get right back out there and do it all over again that's why it's such a mind fuck yeah honestly i can barely handle the most minor inconvenience at work these days <laughs> if somebody if i was offense and somebody told me that i'd be like I quit. I'm done. <laughs> it's like I'd walk you off just, the field. You just handed the ball to the other team and they scored. Get back out there and do it again. Because also at this point, like, again, these are incredible athletes. They've been performing 
at this level this whole yes. time during this game, which means they are running faster than we run. They are jumping higher. They are catching balls. They are so coordinated. I mean, so much goes into this. Like these these incredible athletes. I just can't imagine like the audacity to then come to me and be like, you got to do it again. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> Everything is making so much more sense to me already. That's one thing I would like to just right now go ahead and address. I have never not liked football because I thought it wasn't hard. I have absolutely known this sport was so dang hard from day one, right? Any sport is hard to me as someone who's not the most coordinated, not the most athletic person, but it's just, I don't know. It's really interesting. It's obviously very helpful because so much is making sense now. Um, But yeah, I mean, these players are playing so dang hard. And so now I'm starting to understand why some of them kind of throw fits because I've had times where I'm like, why are you being a big old baby about it? And now, now I get it. And to anyone who I said was a big old baby, I'm sorry. (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) It's a lot of pressure. And that's one of the things that it can be the best quality for any, I think any player of any sport is keeping your calm under pressure. Like that's, but especially in, football because the stakes are so absolutely well because i mean one fumble and you're done this is not to excuse certain behavior and we'll get into that in our worst and best moments of the week um but yeah i think that i think that did a pretty good wrap up of how the game is is structured of course not super detailed but if you're watching you can at least get a feel for what everybody's doing out there quickly wanted to kind of introduce where we are in the playoffs right now. So if you're watching what what you're what you're witnessing, what you're looking at, what the stakes are, who the teams are. I got nothing, girl. Lay yeah. it on me. <laughs> so also this is going to be interesting because this is obviously going to come out after the games have already been done um yeah, yeah, yeah. or maybe right before they are but either way we're just gonna minutes. call it a comedy podcast at this point like it's oh, fine 100 <laughs> yeah exactly like no this is not serious under any regard but it'll be interesting to see who wins so it, later today we have the Bengals from cincinnati and mm-hmm. the titans from tennessee from attack on titan yeah <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> So the Titans are out of Nashville. I didn't know that. And the Titans. Yeah. So if you go to Nashville, you'll see their stadium on the river. It's big. It's pretty. The two things that are happening right now with the Bengals. um, One is the Bengals have a relatively newer quarterback. Uh, His name is Joe Burrow. And he's almost kind of like Joe Namath reborn in a sense, simply because of his swagger. Uh, He has... Everyone is like, the man's got style. He's got an amazing meme out of him smoking a cigar. He's just a cool dude. He's a very, very cool dude. Love it. And he grew up about 100 miles away from Cincinnati. So he's very much a hometown hero. Nice. Okay. Everybody loves a hometown boy. And the Bengals haven't made it to the playoffs, let alone the Super Bowl, in forever. 
ever. So Cincinnati is losing their fucking minds right now that they've okay. gone this far. Yeah, it's a big deal. So stakes are high for Cincinnati. Stakes are very high for them. Yes, this is not right. a regular thing for the Bengals. Um, the other kind of secret weapon that they have on their team is this guy named Jamar Chase. He is a wide receiver, meaning that he goes really far down the field and catches the ball. Um, he, oh, Robin, I don't know if I've ever seen a faster person in my life on a football oh my field. God. Holy shit. Is you he like the same bolt? kid just bolt it. Just bolt. Yes, exactly. Incredible. Like he's the Usain Bolt of football right now. Like, Incredible. I don't, I didn't think that people holding a football could move that fast. Like it is <gasps> absolutely. Insane. I mean, insane. I felt that way with soccer, right? Like I didn't realize yeah. how high of a vertical people could jump until yes. I was watching like, you know, I mean, he's not, I, I, some people are going to tell me I'm wrong, but Joseph, Atlanta United can get a vertical like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible mm-hmm. to me, you know, and it's same with, like you're saying, these wide receivers, some of these guys just come like a bullet and it's absolutely incredible. You'd think that the, TV is on like half speed or like, like one a lag. Speed. Yeah. Like two times mm-hmm. speed. Yeah. Like we're just like, what? Oh, oh my God. But no, that's like how fast he actually is. So if anything, just watch it for how fast Jamar Chase is going to be. Can you imagine? Put that man on supermarket suite. I want to oh see Oh my it. God. Let him go. Let him roll. Let, <laughs> make all the money. Get it. I want to see it. <laughs> you get the good shit too. Yeah. And then on the other side, uh, with the Tennessee Titans, we have the return of Derrick Henry, who, despite being gone for the majority of the season due to an injury, still holds, with only like the few games that he played at the beginning of the year, still holds one of the highest running statistics of any of any running back. Um, wow. A running back is the guy that will just grab the ball from the quarterback and just pull yep. it through. Um, I actually this, knew that. I'm this man is a shocked. beast. And he, I am especially upset because he was on my fantasy league and then he got hurt. I was going to make it all the way. Um, later this evening, we have Sarah's... Uh, not of stress, which is the 49ers versus the Packers. 49ers are from San Francisco. Ooh. The Packers are from Green Bay, Wisconsin. My home state. Go Pack. Oh, my God, Robin. In the last three times that we have gone up against the 49ers with our quarterback, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, who I also have very mixed feelings about, mm-hmm. we, he has not won against them. Period. Anytime we go to the playoffs against the 49ers with Aaron Rodgers as our quarterback, we have not won. So despite these being two very different teams and we have seen from the last time they met in the playoffs, I am still incredibly nervous. One of my good friends is a 49ers fan. Uh, Hey, shout out to Katie. Uh, We're not able to talk to each other all these days. (laughs) Yeah, you know, fair. Honestly, I respect a friendship that knows its boundaries. Yeah, yeah, we will talk to each other later. Hope for a good game. Um, Aaron Rodgers is pissing me off this week because he's been a big old fucking baby, and I will have a whole nother discussion on that. To wrap it up in a little bow, uh, he basically lied to the NFL about his vaccination status. He spouts out a bunch of bullshit that is regurgitated from Joe Rogan and says that he is being silenced despite being on a podcast weekly, having interviews with the NFL Network and multiple other organizations. So 
I, I love, I, I love our team and I want us to win, but I think maybe I just want to get him, see him sacked once. I just want to see him have the snot sacked out of him just once today. I like to try and be empathetic, right? We've established this. I like to try and be empathetic and understanding. And I, I get it. This, this has been a hard time for everybody, right? Like let's not mince words. This, the last three years have sucked. But sucked. If football's what you love doing, just do what you love doing, you know? And I don't know if somebody told me I could never play my instrument again unless I had to do like this one thing, I would probably just do it. And maybe that's not fair to say. Maybe it's not, you know, but we're all human. I just I do hate Whether it for you him. do or don't, you don't mm-hmm. get to lie about it. You don't get to don't put lie. a ton of other people at risk and jeopardy of their health, which they are taking the very lying. seriously. It's yeah. the lying. Whether you do the or lying don't, makes it I don't icky. care. You're going to make your own decisions in life, but do not misinterpret or try to misinform or mislead. That's the word I'm looking for. Try to Don't try to mislead your teammates, which have been mm. with you through everything, dude. Everything. Just stand up. Stand up and say what you got to say. Say your decision, you know? I mean, life is hard. Be a fucking adult. Yeah. Be a fucking adult about it. He's being a big old baby, and that's all I'm going to say about that. I will have a whole nother time and segment for me to talk about my tumultuous feelings towards Aaron Rodgers. Anyways, tomorrow we have the L.A. Rams versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I would like for both teams to lose. If possible, I don't know how. Maybe there's a meteor or um, <laughs> a catastrophic flood or Surprise something. Quite. I don't know. I don't know. I want both teams to fucking lose. I hate the Rams and I hate the Buccaneers. I know nothing of either, except I know a lot of people don't like the Buccaneers. From what I've heard, from what I've heard. Don't come for me. I don't play this sport. The Rams have... They took the Rams out of their beloved home for multiple decades of St. Louis. Several years ago, they did this and uprooted them to L.A., which L.A. has the worst. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm about to throw anybody off here, but the worst NFL fan base, their stadium, the PA announcer literally has to tell their fans when to cheer. Oh, come on. So... If you could imagine that happening at like, okay, Robin, take an Atlanta United game. Uh-huh. Opposite. Fans. Or take like Complete a Georgia opposite. a UGA game. Take a UGA. Yeah. I know that's college, but take a UGA game and they got to come on. Fuck it. Opposite. I'll say it. Take an Alabama <laughs> game. Take an Alabama game and you got to come on and tell them when to cheer. Exactly. We so know. this is why everyone's like, I, I mean, if their fans aren't even going to get behind them, which sucks because they have a really great team this year. Um, that is kind of unfortunate, right? Like the players are probably all phenomenal. Oh, they're great. They're And you can't even imagine how frustrated they are that their fans just literally do not give a fuck. Do not give the city of L.A. has two teams, two teams in giving them the L.A. attitude. People are way too Wait, cool for football have, there. They have sorry. two teams. They have, they have two, two NFL teams. teams. Yes. Why? I don't know. 
Okay. That was the dumbest decision that anyone could have ever made. They thought that it's they, interesting. because it's a, yeah, they thought that because they'd have a huge a number of people in that city that they would be able to grow a big fan base. No, it's, it's Los Angeles. Have you seen those people? My brother lives there. Have right. you seen my brother? I love you, Matt. I, beautiful people. <laughs> right. Let's say this up top. LA, beautiful. Beautiful Gorgeous. people. The weather men and women are are beautiful, oh, right? Like models. They're, they're in Atlanta 8. So why they're already, they already have so much going for them. Yeah, on average. Why give them foot? They, they're that. not going to mm-hmm. have, they're not going to have football. Like they're already. So, so why do you need two teams? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Put it I don't somewhere know. in like so... the South or the Midwest. Yes, give us somewhere boring. Those are where the best teams are born. Have you seen the fucking Buffalo Bills who are also in the playoffs? They literally break through tables. They will set, Robin, I'm not even shitting you. Those people are insane and I love them to death because of it. They will set up tables, like card tables. Yeah. Jump off the roof of a car and break the table. Jumping on it. Like a a fucking WWE wrestling match happening during tailgating. See, okay, okay. All right, now you're speaking my language. Now you're speaking my language. I cannot with them. I love that. I love them so much. And the Bills, okay, nobody get mad, nobody at me. The Bills, where are they located? Buffalo, New York. They Okay, that's what I was wondering. Okay, Horrible town. But I'm saying, like, not horrible town, but, like, the weather is shitty. Cold. There's nobody that lives there. Mm. It's extremely cold majority of the year breeds an amazing football base. Same with us in green Bay, tiny town, shit weather, best fans. What else do we have to do? LA in LA, you have a billion other things to get excited about mm-hmm. living oh, in so LA many things. is one of yeah, them. LA period. The ocean, um, the sun, music, the sun all out all the time. There's not a lot of there. I don't think people there can fit in. Football to a small town. Japanese dollar stores. I'm sorry. That's yeah, what the fuck? They have those too. (laughs) I would get excited about that. So you have all of these things where Green Bay, we have really, there's one place across from the stadium that has really good Euros. Um, Shout out to them. And that's about it. Mm. So you put football there. Yeah. That's a very exciting thing to have. There's not a lot of other exciting things happening. So what do you do? So them making the decision to put these two teams in LA, LA people are looking around like, we already got cool shit. Why is this already immaculate? Is this cooler than surfing? I don't know. Probably not. So (laughs) like (laughs) cooler than living in California. It failed. It's so far it is a failing project and it's very fun to watch it implode because we all, it's literally the gif of Retta in Parks and Rec. All of us just with the post-it going, I told you so. Like we all knew that this was going to happen, but they put two teams there. So whatever. It's wild that they get two teams that I don't understand. Two. So leading into that. As we're talking about the well, other because, team that you know, they're going up no against. shade to the Falcons, but Georgia oh, yeah. barely has one. I know. Yeah. Shit. Like, give no us another shade. one. It'd be fun. 
Put it in Savannah. I want to see how that goes. No, that'd be a mess. Girl, no. if we ever do, if we ever do an episode where we talk about minor league stuff, that Savannah Bananas, baby. Oh, that is my Savannah baseball bananas. team. Yeah, I'm here for it. I love it's them. So I love it so much. Yes. So that's the reason that people don't like the Rams. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we had that explanation of why oh folks God. don't like. <laughs> Okay, the Buccaneers. Why do people not like the Buccaneers? Because they already won the Ooh, Super Bowl. I can Bowl. tell you why I don't like them. Do it, do it. Yeah, tell me why. I don't like the flag. Um, I don't, I think it's kind of kitschy. And um, one time when I was in high school, we got to go play at a bowl game and the Buccaneers were playing and I thought their fans were rude. Is that accurate? I can't say exactly because you have more purse and experience than I do with Buccaneers fans because I don't know any of them. Um, And I've never been to a game. Their stadium was not that impressive. No shade to Their stadium is weird. Their stadium is like a theme park. There's a, um, there's a giant pirate ship thing. Yeah. That has cannons go off. It's, it's really weird. Um, But they also have Tom Brady. I, extremely extremely dislike that man i very dislike tom brady bad Um, eyes there is oh my god shark (laughs) eyes if you get a chance if you're not driving right now if you're not driving google tom brady if you don't know what he looks like just go ahead take the second and google what he looks like are you okay you did it good yeah the eyes what the fuck what the fuck they are so creepy he is, yeah, because there's nothing in there except football knowledge. The man doesn't <laughs> eat bread or sugar. Wait, really? Nope. He's married to Giselle Bunchen. Oh. Okay, wait, I did know that, you know, and honestly, that that doesn't really bother me. Um, no. Beautiful woman. Who wouldn't want to be married to Giselle Bunchen? That's true. If you could, you do it. I just, okay, my biggest thing with him is don't get me wrong. I know he is literally probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Which right, we're not itself. questioning his talent no, here. No, he's an incredibly, incredibly talented individual. What I did not like is several things of him being friends with Donald Trump, uh. um, taking away money. From the PPP loan, that was not okay under any circumstances because you know the man has got money, so there's no fucking reason why he should be taking money away from small businesses to use for his business. During a very difficult time. Yeah, and as a small business owner, I take a special offense to that. So generally, as I've said before, I want both teams to lose. That'll be fun. So, yeah. So Brady is with the Buccaneers now because I yes. did not know this. He was with the for Patriots for like a decade. For some reason, I thought like he was still with the Patriots. No. And now I feel bad because the other day, Sarah, I was driving through the neighborhood. Sarah and I live five minutes away from each other, by the way. Yeah. I was driving through the neighborhood. Somebody had put their Patriots flag out and immediately I was like, ew. And I did Oh, you can still go because, ew. The Patriots are still ew. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. this is how I watch football is I'm like, well, Sarah doesn't like them, so I don't like them. <laughs> um, 
But I thought he was so the Patriots. I did not realize he had gone to the Buccaneers. I'm honestly kind of surprised he went to the Buccaneers. Oh, we all were. We all were very surprised. Like we were just like, what the fuck? About like eight years ago? No, two years ago it happened beginning of last year and he won the Super Bowl. Like oh, so it that's was, what, okay, no, it was, yeah, yeah okay, we were it was, oh God, it was so frustrating to watch. Cause you think it's like, oh no, he's not going to win without, um, the Patriots, um, coach Bill Belichick, but he still, well, he was there for it. a while, right? With the Patriots? Oh, decade at least like forever. Yeah, okay. We've been there with, uh, under that forever. Um, that's a whole thing that we can get into on the side. Like that's huge. So then the last game that we have is the Bills, the crushing tables team. Uh, yes. And the, they're from Buffalo, New York, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, so the two big players, which will be really fun to watch, we have Josh Allen, who is the quarterback for the Bills. He is a treat. He is a giant ant man. He is very tall, nice. extremely tall, and he can run. So he's basically like when... It's like, okay, you know, for getting nerd here, um, but this is a reference that Robin will actually understand. Do it. Um, You know, when the Ents are taking over um, the tower. What if I can't even the tower? Yes, bitch. When they're going to Isengard. Yes, yes. When when yeah. the Ents are 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 raging against Isengard and they're running, mm-hmm. that's what Josh Allen looks like when he starts to run with the ball. Ooh, I'm here. It's for a that. very weird I'm thing to so, watch. It's a very so weird thing that. to watch because you're looking at it going like they shouldn't be that fast because they're really big. They're not trees, that they're the yeah. fastest. Not that they're like the fastest thing out there, but you're like you think they'd be a little bit slower than that. No, no, no. He can he can fucking book it. So it's impressive to watch. Um, yeah. Then we have on the other team's quarterback is Patrick Mahomes, who is the sweet child of football. Oh, my God. I feel like I've heard that name before. I think I've told you. Like, he, despite me being a Packers fan, I love Mm -hmm. this boy. He is just the sweetest little bundle of football magic I have seen come to the NFL in a very, very long time. Protect the boy at all costs. I love him. I love football magic. I know he's an adult, but... I'm old enough where I can be like, use a precious child. We can child. call him the boy. We can call him the boy. It's He's the baby Yoda of football. He's the baby Yoda of the NFL. Oh, to me. He's the To me. And I'm allowed to have that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everybody, hey, no, I feel you. Everybody needs to have their Grogu. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, he's the Grogu of the NFL, so protect the child. Uh, so I'm excited for that game, too. That should be really fun to watch the two of them go head-to-head. Um, Ooh, it sounds stressful. That sounds it is. so stressful. It is a very me. stressful week. It is a very stressful week of football. Because um, we're getting close to, like I said, we're getting close to the Super Bowl. And that's why I want, that's why we want to do this now, so we can get people kind of familiar and hyped up for it. Uh, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm so excited Just for the Super from Bowl. from doing this, honestly. Yeah, I'm excited for the Super Bowl for this and what we had been texting about earlier for the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> right. Oh my god! I oh my god! In an absolute snit earlier because I just now saw the well, it's like a trailer. It's like a movie trailer for the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, and I, as I told Sarah, my voice just kept getting progressively higher and more obnoxious <laughs> the more that like time went on where I was like, oh, cool. So they got Eminem. They got Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. They got Mary J. They got Kendrick. 
They got Dr. Dre. When I saw Dr. Dre was on the lineup, I like my mind. Set. Oh, set um, outer set. space. Outer space. The way that I want to wrap up the the podcast every week is uh, the worst and best moments of the week. Maybe we'll find a funnier name for it down the line, but I just want to talk about the 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 best moment and the worst moment that happened during the week of football. Um, they're both within, and funny enough, they are both within the same pocket. They both exist within the same space of things being thrown onto the field. Oh my God. In both the best incidents and the worst incidents, things were thrown onto the field. I know it's weird. An act I just don't understand. I just yeah. don't understand it. It's weird. One, just in case, yeah, j- just in case anybody needed a reminder, don't throw things on the field. Don't, don't, don't throw, throw stuff on the field. No. It's Don't tacky. throw things at people in Somebody general. has to clean it up. Yeah. Like, it's rude. When I was in marching band one time, we had a bunch of stuff thrown on us in a field for a rival team. And it's like, number one, this is high school marching band in football. Y'all can't. Calm down, Troop County. Yeah, I'm calling you out. Calm down, Troop County. <laughs> but like somebody threw an unopened beer can at me at a high school football game. I'm not even Oh joking. my God. It's just tacky. It's rude. Don't throw stuff on the field. No. Like, no. Yeah, no. be be a good fan. That's not who It's you a big no. Be. It's a big, big, big no in life in general. Like, would you, if you get upset at someone at Starbucks, would you throw things at them? No, no. We just don't throw things at people. We just, I mean, don't, we just people, don't throw things but... at people in football. For whatever reason, some people think that football is a chance to be able to do that. No, it's not. It's not an excuse whatsoever. So. Don't throw stuff at any athlete, please. Yeah. Or on the field at any game. Or whatever, just people. Or any sport. Whatever you want to call it. The green, the track, whatever, honey. Don't unless they really, really deserve it. And there's like a top tier list of people that do, and that includes like Nazis. (laughs) Don't throw stuff at people. Okay. We'll have to do an episode on the list of when it's okay to throw shit onto the field. (laughs) Who made the list? I'm not abreast with this. (laughs) Who made the list of okay to throw? Oh, I support the Nazi part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw yeah, shit at yeah, Nazis yeah, yeah. all the time. That's what I'm talking Like, they're in that tier. That's where it exists. Is like, okay to throw people. But, like, athletes are not in that in that list. So, in the two times that this happened, the first one was at the end of the Dallas Cowboys game, which I can get into in a whole nother set, but was great the quarterback. though. Oh, great cheerleaders. The best of the best. Dak Prescott, the quarterback made a terrible timing decision at the very end of the game that basically lost them the game. People debated whether or not the game had actually ended, if the clock ran out. But later they went back and it was the the official clock ran out before they could get another play going. So they lost the game. Several things led up to this, but it was overall just a bad decision at the end of the time at the end of the day it was just a bad decision made by Dak Prescott the quarterback Cowboys fans in wonderful Cowboys fans fashion began to throw things onto the field at the officials at the opposing team oh come on not okay not okay not okay so what do you do afterwards uh after every game there's always a press conference which is also something that i find incredibly brutal and i wish that we would stop doing in general because it's like you just lost the game go stand in front of these cameras and let people ask you questions about why you're so bad at your job i would cry yeah yeah exactly oh my god i'd rather be fired oh 100 like in many times there are tears and which is totally okay and 
reasonable. What's there to talk about, though? I mean... I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's just a way for them Blame to, them like, up. basically see someone get upset and fail. It's it's a horrible practice, and I don't agree with it. Oh, I don't like that. No, no, no. It's really awkward, and you get some... But here's what happened during Dak Prescott's uh, press conference. People asked him, what did you feel about people throwing things onto the field? And so this is from Sports Illustrated. In his post-game press conference, Prescott was asked about fans throwing trash onto the field as players and officials headed to the locker room. He initially expressed disappointment that fans would throw trash at their own team's players. When he was told they were throwing debris at the official, however, he said, quote, credit to them then. Wait, I don't understand. What does he mean? He means, yeah, credit credit to them then. Throw throw stuff at the officials. Like, more credit to you to throw things at the officials. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Am I, am I, am I... Am I, oh, sports reference, am I in left field here? Like, is this wrong? Oh, 100%. Yes. Like, no, sir. Oh. That seems really tacky. Extremely tacky. Not okay. Um, Those under people any are just trying to do their jobs. <gasps> exactly. And they did their jobs correctly. They did their jobs 100% correctly. And he's just there was no do mistake his, made. Like, that's, that's like the wildest thing about it. Like there's like, I get it. You're upset. You made a mistake, but that doesn't give you the option to then embolden your fans to throw shit at the officials. Right. You know, like I've made mistakes at work before and you know what I did. I just, I, I went to my manager and I owned it, but I wasn't like, Hey, everybody throw trash at them. <laughs> like you know not because okay. it's my fault not okay and the the correct answer should have been like we just said don't throw trash at people don't throw Sometimes trash at people that's what Dak prescott should have said sport. that's exactly you know? what he should have said but instead he was like oh yeah no credit to him more power to him to throw stuff at the officials when you get angry and upset that kind of rubs me wrong honestly. yeah it, it took him three days to apologize for that comment after the uproar from multiple people. If anything takes you three days to apologize for it, you don't really mean it. Hot take. <laughs> um, didn't. didn't hot really. take. Well, that was the worst moment of the NFL this week. Um, it's a little bit classless. A, a lot classless. The best moment. Also, as we've said, don't throw things on the field. Don't throw things at athletes. But, but. We're putting a big, fat butt on this. And I, we are not advocating. We're not, we're not advocating for throwing things on the field. But there was an amazing moment where during the Bills game, the Bills-Patriots game, the Patriots scored a touchdown. And Patriots player does a little dance and high fives and everything. The camera turns. He's pointing at something in the end zone. And it is a dildo. <gasps> it is a huge white with balls. White. Like the one I that you would like. It's, uh, it's like, okay, not white, but like, like the a color white, white, not the flesh tone white. Flesh tone white. Flesh, we, have flesh, to, we have to stipulate. Like, like, it, like a peach mm. colored skin tone, peach skin tone. Wainy. Weenie. Big old weenie with with balls like the one that you would Stop like be able it. to stick I, I wouldn't doubt if it was one on of the, the ones that had wall? the suction cups on the back yeah <laughs> so and it's i will post it 
Um, but if you look it up, like dildo on the field, Bill's game, there's an amazing oh little God. bit where this player is pointing at it and the camera I, like quickly cuts away because they're trying not to acknowledge it. And, like, <laughs> up, yeah, viewers. I they, have so many questions. <laughs> How? You I think my favorite part of this is that they oh, went man. to, they went to the game. Yeah. Dildo in hand. Ready for it. Right. Dick like, in hand. They, this, if there has ever been evidence of something being premeditated. It's I, taking a dildo <laughs> to a football game, honestly, <laughs> baby. Like, what? Because I, I think of all the places I would never take one and a football game is, is up there. Wait, Robin, can we, it's like, if for next time for like premeditated murder, because Robin and I are also big like <laughs> murder podcast fans. Like most women, We just yes. call it, we're just now going to call it, oh, it's like taking a dildo to a football game. <laughs> it's like taking a dildo to a professional football game, honey. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Of course she was going to murder him. It's like taking a dildo to a football game. (laughs) You left the house. You left the house with it, with you. Why would you take it to the stadium, period? I wonder, like, were they waving it around in the stands? Is it part of their celebratory thing? I don't know. Or were they specifically like, I'm going to take this with me so that if they make a bad call, I'm going to throw it on the field. Like, or if one of the other team's players comes near me, then I'm just going to whack him. Hey, okay. Well, that's that's also a good point because some of those are hefty, right? Like silicone can take you out. Could it be used as a defensive weapon? Was it, that their choice? I would argue it could be, honestly. Yeah. But they threw it on the field. So it's but they like, threw it on the field. Pay. They threw it on the field. So I don't know if it, it was intended to hit the player you paid money for that and then you threw you paid it money to be there to throw a dildo at someone now God. there are not to say there aren't times that i would pay big money big money to have the opportunity to throw a dildo at someone a football game yeah. is not one of them as funny as it is as hilarious no. as it is especially watching i think it was cbs or whichever station was airing at the time the game at the time whichever one it was of them attempting to do the replays, but cut out the dildo from like them being so calculated. Like, <laughs> I guess that's, that's not so bad appropriate. For those editors. Oh my god! Because they have to Viewers do replays of, of the touchdowns. They have to do replays of the touchdown, but they had to like meticulously go through them to not show the dildo. I cannot with that. That has to be like the worst job. I just. I, I don't advocate, listen, I don't advocate throwing things on the field, but if no. you gotta, if you gotta throw something But if you have field, to? Make it funny. And a dildo is always funny. That's pretty great. It's always That's, funny. it's, Just it's don't hit easily, anybody. Don't hit anyone. Yeah, don't, don't hit anybody. Um, it's gotta be funny. It's gotta be a funny dildo. It can't be like, a, it can't be like a rabbit or something because people are going to be like, oh, is that like a kitchen? No, that's, like, no, 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 no. That's a lot of money to throw on a field too. That's also a very like, expensive one. Yes. It has to be one. It has to have let's be. Let's be real. No one's throwing their rabbit. No. <laughs> no one's throwing it away. I, I hate it for the person that had to go pick it up. Do you know I what know. I mean? I know. That's the only thing. I like, like, if I were one of the players, what if you had like stuck it to your helmet? Like a uniform. 
and then been like, no, I want to play the rest of the game this way. Why we were this is why we're not allowed to play. Oh, absolutely, because we're children. That or just throw it back. Yeah, throw it back into the stands. Yeah. <laughs> That would be the best reaction, honestly. If you, but only if you knew exactly who threw it. Only if you could tell who threw it, because I don't want to just randomly throw. That the somewhere. only dildo was that the only dildo that landed. Maybe on the they field? brought a whole there were slew of them. Oh my god! Maybe they brought a whole like briefcase. Twere it I, twere it I, I would have been like, tell all your friends, we're all gonna take one. It doesn't have to be a nice one. Go get a cheap one. You know, you can get a short one. You can get a cheap one. I don't care. Go get a cheap like a flash one. mob. We're all gonna throw them on the field. Yeah, like a flash mob, like a dildo. Flash, flash mobs mob. from dildos at the Bills game. <laughs> Absolutely. I would want to get like a neon pink one, so it showed up. Real yes, well. you know that's what I'm saying. Grass. Like it has to be one that when you walk into the store to purchase it, your eyes go straight to it. Like like yeah. not for not for you, but for the visualization <laughs> of it. Like just looking at it. You go, oh my god! Like that the art cues, that has to be it. Yeah, yeah. But as we're the saying, contrast. Don't throw things on the field. Don't do that. No, don't really. Don't do it. Don't listen to us. We're we're, we're not advocating ladies. for that. No one sue us. We're saying it right, right now. We're just two ladies on Beyonce's internet. Like, don't listen to us. Okay. <laughs> so we true. are not giving sound advice. I don't even know how to play <laughs> this dang game. Well, I hope everybody learned at least something today whether it be about how football is played or the right dildo to bring to a bills game right Um, (laughs) if you're gonna pick one here's what to look for and we'll have more next week because we're in the midst of the playoffs right now how that progresses um if Dak prescott or aaron Rodgers say more stupid shit we will have that um sure's one of them there's a very good chance that one of them will say something stupid um and more best and worst weeks. We'll talk about positions. We'll talk about uh, penalties. I'm going to have a fun segment coming up where Ooh, yeah. I just tell Robin the name of a penalty, and then you have to guess what you think it is. Let's do You can it. play along Let's at home. do it. Yeah. I'm very excited uh, for that day. The, the premise is that I come in blind to all of this, in case you haven't yeah. gathered that yet. So I am super excited to go through the playoffs doing this. I think it's going to be really fun, um, at least for me. And... You know, I'm excited to see who makes it. I'm really excited to see who gets to the Super Bowl, obviously. But, and also how the fans react. Are we going to have more dildos? What's the forecast? What's going to keep happening? (laughs) I can't wait to find out. Penalties? I want to learn about that. I want to learn all the rules. I want to learn the plays. I, all of it. Tell me anything. I'm here to be a sponge. It's going to be great. So I'm excited. And then we'll see you all next time. Bye.